This is Our People and Mother Earth on 91.9 FM KWSO. After the passing of the Wasco chief at the Confederate Tribes of Warm Springs, the matter of who will be the next Wasco chief has not been decided. That's why Chief Smith did name a subchief, his brother Wissy Smith, in 2016, and his family maintains that the traditional custom of naming a subchief means he automatically becomes a Wasco chief. For the prior two times of the Wasco chief passing, a vote was conducted for the people to elect their chief. That's why Alfred Smith Jr. was elected in 2012, and that's why Nelson Wolilitum was elected in 1959. My Indian name is uh, come from a uh, grandfather, Jake Thomas. My parents is Alfred Smith Sr. and Lucinda Scott. Well, I got her dad, you know, he uh, he was a hard worker. He uh, had horses and cattle, and he was a farmer, and he was on tribal council. He was a judge. He was a trapper. He was a professional baseball player, and I used to talk with him, and he he would say, uh, I, I work for a dollar a day, and we work hard, he said, you know. And would you say you learned your uh, work ethics from your father? Yes, I would say that, you know. He also uh, raised hay, uh, cut wood. Big contracts he got to the tribe, whatever you know. And he talked about uh, he was a brunk rider, and he talked about stuff like to listen to him. Uh, he caught a beaver, took five guys to load it way up high somewhere in a uh, lake somewhere. He was a trapper too, and he talked about when they used to get those. Uh, where the bears were, you know, they'd, they'd go in there and, you know, and get them out of their dens or whatever, you know, stuff like that, you know, I know. He was a veteran, too, yes, you know, World War One, and great hunter, you know. He hunted most of his life, you know, horseback and everything, you know. Well, yeah, I grew up in Sidwell Flat in the old house. It's still there, set, you know. Uh, that's where I grew up, you know, and then a lot of people, he'd invite a lot of people to come and eat, you know, you know and, uh, or drop their deer meat off, and they'd butcher them and come pick them up. And so we grew up, we didn't have cars to go on, nothing. We had to, if we wanted to do something, we'd have to walk, you know, to go swimming or whatever, I mean, you know, or maybe even ride a horse, you know. Because I used to go with my dad, hunting and uh, help pack the meat back on horses, you know. I remember all that stuff he used to do, you know. He had a, also our dad had a bucking horses, you know, a string of bucking horses long ago, you know. One of them went to professional, you know. One of his horses called War Paint. And Talked a little bit of our mom. She was a traditional lady, you know. She you know do everything. Can, can fish, huckleberries, tan hides, you know. She you know do everything, you know. Dig roots, you know. We go pick huckleberries, you know, and all that. 
because they used to go to the mountains long ago and camp. Go up there a whole month, dry meat, pick huckleberries. That's kind of before my time, you know. And, you know, listen to them talk. I mean, you know. What about work? What did you do for work growing up and into your, uh, being an adult, an adult? Well, uh, we cut a lot of wooden growing up and everything, you know, then... Uh, Dad kept, us, kept kept me busy working all the time, you know. We'd work seven days a week and everything, and, you know, we can't lay around, he'd say. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> so we'd go cut wood. We'd work seven days a week and everything, you know. Then, you know, everything was my hand. There isn't such things, wood splitters, like there is now or whatever, you know, or dump beds and all this stuff, you know. Then uh, I remember going down to Ceylon uh, in the 50s, you know, and uh, watching... Uh, before they put that dam or whatever it is in, and uh, he watch them catch some fish down there, you know. I remember doing that, watching, you know. Probably 19, I'd say 1956, somewhere around there. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I mean, you know, I mean, because, you know, I, I can remember my mom beadworking and everything. She knew how to do everything, I mean, you know. You know. Now, Dad, <clears throat> he had a drum with a star on, you know, and he... When I was young, he said, you kids get out there and dance. I mean, you know, so we would do, I mean, you know. This is one school dance, he'd say, you know, and I started working. Our brother came down. <clears throat> uh, he came down the house one morning, you know, and I was there then. So he, our mom got up and made breakfast, and he was sitting there, and he said, hey, uh, you want to work? He told me, you know. I think that was in, God, 60, 67 or 66, somewhere in there. And I said, doing what? I told him. He said, uh, I'm going to have you bumping out. He said, chokers. I told him, what is chokers? So you'll see when you get up there, you know. I knew a little about chainsaws, you know. So I went, that's where I started working, you know. <clears throat> and that's right on Sidwell Butte we started working, you know. And it was a learning thing for me, you know. I never, you know, and... So that's what I started doing. That's how I started working. You know. And I worked at him for years, and I went to work for Zane, you know. You know and, and I just stayed with Zane for 11 years, you know, and I run cat and whatever, you know. And, and I, <clears throat> I asked Zane one day, uh, hey, I'll take over. I mean, you know, and I just told him that, that then. He come back and they'd say, okay, you know, he said, you know. So that's how I got started, you know. Then uh, I started up an 81 business, you know, and there was, I mean, there's a lot to learn, holy, I mean, you know, you know and I, because I had people calling me all the time about jobs, everything, you know, and that's how I got started, I mean, you know. But I, uh, I learned a lot on that business and everything, you know, and I, uh, but I, uh, but my work, I mean, they uh, just kind of went to, they kind of, uh, I went into salvage, you know, whatever that, with self-loaded, stuff like that, and um, so I'd done that, and then they did away with the blood on all that, you know, so I, I'm still working, doing little stuff like snow plowing now, I mean, you know, and uh, Roadblocks and stuff like that. I mean, you know, uh, 
or one of the contractors need help skidding logs or whatever. That's what I do too, you know. And but I still cut wooden stuff, you know, whatever. And then, and, but I worked, I worked for Russell Smith Logging, Zane Jackson Logging, uh, Tomcat Logging, Bruno Logging, J.R. Smith Logging, and myself, you know. And I hired, try to keep tribal members uh, working. I know they had families, you know, tried to help there. I think I helped there, I mean, you know, and. Okay, so uh, now we're talking about the Wasco Chieftainship and uh, going forward. Um, what is your um, thoughts on being the chief and um, was there a ceremony uh, for your crowning? Yes, there was. There was a ceremony. And, uh, at Hehe over there, I think it was 2016, or, and they called me there, Jay Run, I mean, because I was next in line. I mean, you know, we to, you know, and so we did it at Hehe over there, and I think Slockies was there or something, or, but that's where I got. There's some chief I don't know, and I'm proud to do this. I mean, you know, this is new for me and everything. I never, I mean, uh, it came fast for me, and I, you know, and I'm looking forward to do this, I mean, or whatever, to help the people or whatever, I mean, whether you know, and I think that's a big step for me. I mean, I, you know. So the succession of a chieftainship followed hereditary lines from the male line normally to the oldest son and the oldest son was Russell Smith and he turned down that opportunity and so it went on down the line uh, and he, uh, Roscoe had passed on by by that time and and then the females in, in the Alfred Smith family, the head females of the family, decided that uh, that's why Alfred Smith Jr. would take over the, or be the next chief, Wasco chief. And so he agreed and he went along with it and, and there was a, process that was done in, in that um, in that sense also so with that our and with the history and whatnot with the hereditary lines and whatnot are, are you what are your thoughts on what's happening with um, the chieftainship at this time, uh, you've been you've been named a successor, and you've been you've gone through the ceremony, you've made it public, had had to give away, and done what was needed to be done, and it's now it's up for question again. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I I think we did everything we should do, you know, and oh. 
<clears throat> I think that uh, I should be the chief, and uh, there's, to me, there should be no questions or whatever, you know. And, and, but people had six years to do something. If they want to do something, why do it now? I mean, you know, uh, all of a sudden, you know. That's my thoughts on it. I mean, I I feel I should be. I mean, you know, we got lineage and everything. We got, you know, a lot of proof and everything. I mean, we got, you know, pictures, you know, and everything. And we got, you know. Yeah, so that puts the question out there is what does succession mean for our tribe? You know, if this is happening, you know, what, what does it mean? And I guess that will be be answered at the upcoming meeting on October 20th. I'm going to think about that a minute. Let me see. What does okay, it mean? So, so the Constitution says chiefs will serve for life and their successors oh, yeah. shall be selected by tribal custom. So to me, that's a directive to the chief that he plays a role in who the successor is with that language. Uh, what, um, what what is your thoughts on uh, on that on, on, on the Constitution uh, directing <coughs> the, the, the sitting chief to select a successor by custom? What is that? What are your thoughts on that? I think that's the way it should be. I could, you know, custom and all the, you know, like I say, if we did everything right, we should do, you know, and sure. yeah, the lineage is in there too. And I mean, it's hard to say. People might ask me, what do you do when you get in there? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's a tough question when, you know, I've never been in there before and then I think I'll be in there, but, I mean, you know, this is one of the things I, that's a tough question for me there. What are you going to do when you get in there? You know, I mean, I only carry one vote. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, and I'm for the people, you know, you know, and help the people, you know, whatever, you know, and we got a lot to do on the reservation, you know, and, you know, they want change. I want to try to help this, this change, you know. They talk about change and everything. They want to, you know. And people, they got a. People are the boss, you know. So. And I want to do what they want, too. I mean, you know. I mean, you know. Nelson and my dad and uh, Alfred Smith Sr., yeah. And, uh, Nelson, Alfred Sr., then it came down to JR, you know, then. I want to do Jared's wishes, what he wanted. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, and that's what I want to do. I mean, you know, and I'm not getting to do whatever I want, but you know, his wishes were to what he wanted. I mean, you know, uh, I think it's 15, 16, almost full blood. There's a, a document that uh, talks about the Wasco Chieftainship Heritage, and there's uh, some attributes or qualities that, that the Wasco people had uh, deemed as 
important to main or to manifest or have as a chief in those attributes or the ability to arbitrate successfully possess a generous nature be of sound judgment be truthful kindness to fellow villagers and help his people in bad times in a material sense and adjust private quarrels upon request possess sound advisory and judicial character and demonstrate unstinted hospitality do you think that you have these qualities as uh, individual to be able to carry out the chieftainship role yes I do I think I do yes I'm going to do everything I can to help or do things right, you know. But I'm going to, if I don't think something's right, I'm going to say something, I mean, you know. And are you familiar with the major documents of the tribe? Yes. We need to go by the Constitution, whatever you know, and... That's what I want to do. I mean, you know, I, of course, I've got to read it some more, you know, and on. Well, my parents, you know, they they knew, and you know, our dad, you know, I mean, they they knew what was going to happen. I mean, or, or what's going to, you know, they knew what to do and everything, you know, and like I say before, that you know, I'm saying it again that. If anybody had a question, they should. They had six years to do this, you know. Nobody's ever, you know, said anything about it, you know. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm saying probably the same thing again, but now they got questions, you know, whatever, you know. And I don't know if anybody else got to do this, someone, whatever, you know, or question anything like this about stuff, you know. And like I said before, we've done everything we can do. I mean, you know, we got pictures, we got you know, everything, I mean, you know. I got my dad's picture of the chief, you know, and, my, you know. Lineage, we got everything. I guess that's all I want to say, I mean, uh, or whatever, I mean. Okay, my name's Whiskey Smith. Uh, I'm the sub-chief of the Wascos. My Indian name's Hoptowick. That was Whiskey Smith in an interview here at KWSO. Anyone pursuing the Wasco chieftainship can contact KWSO to do an interview. I'm Neil Morningell, reporting for the Our People and Mother Earth program on 91.9 FM KWSO.